it's Sean for 95.7 Element FM. The Tagwagi Festival kicks off this weekend at Matahoki Farm, 4420 West Hunt Club Road. It's an awesome way to celebrate the seasons changing. Whether you want to take in some hoop dancing, warm up with some good food, or check out an indigenous maker's market, they have it all. I'm joined by Trina Mather-Samard, CEO of Indigenous Experiences, and they are in charge of not only planning the Tagwagi Festival, but all the seasonal festivals at Madaoki Farm. Trina, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Now, this is the third year you're putting on the Tagwagi Festival. What lessons have you taken from the past two years and what's different about this year's festival? So I would say the lessons we've taken uh, would be that you can never rely on weather this time of year. So, <laughs> you know, we uh, we hope for good weather, but we have a warm fire going and we've got some programming inside the lodge. So we're really, uh, you know, a great indoor and outdoor uh, experience to celebrate the season. Now, I'm really glad that you mentioned the weather. I checked the weather today, actually, and it's supposed to be a little on the cool side this weekend. What food are you going to be offering up this year that might help keep people warm? Yes, we'll be warming everyone up. We're going to have some great corn soup, which is, uh, you know, something we celebrate with uh, our harvest season and some Indian tacos and some hot beverages. And so people can enjoy uh, some great Indigenous food and uh, and warm up and enjoy the events. That sounds so good. I know I've told you this story before, but I'm going to tell it on air as well. Uh, it was the Siguan Festival uh, this past year. It was abnormally chilly that day. And Trina, I swear, Patrick and I, we had maybe three or four of those maple hot chocolates, and they put in so much work to keep us warm that day. They were phenomenal. Like, some of the best hot chocolate <laughs> I think either of us have ever... We still talk about it. Um, but, it, yeah, we still... I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> we still talk about it to this day. So, uh, really excited to see what you're offering up there uh, for the Fall Festival. Now... You have all these amazing Indigenous chefs that work on these festivals with you. How do you find them? <laughs> so we've been very fortunate to have a long-term uh, relationship with both of our head chefs um, for many years, even before we were at Madao Keith Farm. Uh, you know, we really just, you know, build those community partnerships and, uh, you know, and help grow them. So we have uh, Chef Trudy Metcalf Coe, who's a, a local Inuk chef, is doing our a culinary workshop, a cooking class on the Friday night, uh, which is sold out. And uh, and then she's working with our head uh, resident chef, who is Chef Paul Owl. And uh, he joins us from Northern Ontario and is uh, in-house most of the year with us. And yeah, they just, and they've built a, you know, a great team of young culinary talent that were, you know, looking to uh, bring up the ranks and really, you know, offer them these opportunities to work with their traditional foods. And so we have found uh, lots of great young chefs through the Algonquin uh, College Indigenous Culinary Program, actually. So, you know, bringing together our more experienced chefs and passing on that, uh, some of their knowledge to the up and coming chefs. I know it might feel like picking a favorite child, but what are you most excited about with this year's festival? Oh, it's always so hard when I get asked that. I mean, you know, I'm always <laughs> excited to see what our vendors bring out. We have so many talented, you know, artists and every year, you know, the shopping and the booths are different. Uh, you know, I'm also very excited. We're doing some Bannock over the fire. We have a uh, you know, a new small business that we're supporting, uh, launching some bannock in a bag. And so uh, 
Uh, Cook and Pat will be there cooking some bannock over the fire with people as well. Uh, and I'm always very excited for people to meet the Ojibwe spirit horses. Every time I go to one of these festivals, uh, one of my favorite places to hang around is the celebration stage because it's not only really entertaining, but I always feel like I'm learning something about Indigenous peoples and cultures too. What can people expect to see on the celebration stage this time around? Yes. So, you know, because we're ce celebrating Tigwagi in the fall harvest, uh, you know, we're doing uh, a lot of stories and songs and dance about that uh, celebration. So people will see powwow dancers. Uh, they're going to hear the story of three sisters, which is the corn, beans and squash, you know, a big part of our harvest season. And we have uh, David uh, Finkel on the stage, who, again, will be doing songs and stories all about uh, the harvest. So the stage is alive with, you know, cultural programming all day and, you know, very exciting to watch, but lots of uh, learning opportunity as well. How much work goes into curating not just one festival a year, but four? And when is that work starting? <laughs> uh, it, it's quite a bit of work. We've been doing, you know, the summer solstice, as we know, for, you know, over 20 years. Uh, we had one big event and, you know, all of our year went into planning and executing that uh, but when we moved on to Madawaki Farm, uh, which was just October of 2021, so our first Tegwagi was weeks after we had been there, um, you know, now we've opened up those celebrations year round and, you know, we're really planning them, you know, year round, uh, looking forward to the uh, the next festival and what we may do, you know, bring in new. And uh, so, yeah, it's kept us busy all year for sure. So are you already looking towards the winter festival or are you already were looking towards next fall? Uh, I would say both, you know, as we're doing fall, I always like to think of, you know, what can we do new, you know, add in each year. So, I mean, I start, you know, summer solstice planning and thinking, you know, in that June when the event's happening and starting to kind of reach out to artists right after. And so same with each of our, you know, celebrations. We're already thinking of Peabone coming up in December. But as as we're doing Tegwagi, we'll think about what uh, what we can add in for next year. Fantastic. Trina, thank you so much for joining me today. The Tegwagi Festival kicks off this weekend at Matahoki Farm, 4420 West Hunt Club Road. There's free parking all weekend long, and it's so much fun for the whole family. We're going to be out there all day on Sunday, too, so come by, say hi. We'd love to see you and celebrate the seasons changing with you. Trina, thanks for joining me. Thank you. Miigwech.